saw you get back from, from Italy just this past Wednesday night, after about 24 hours of travel. Uh, I want to tell you that uh, when I was walking around one of the basilicas in Rome, just within the first few days of getting there, this uh, short Italian woman comes up to me and asks, in Italian, uh, if I could bless some things for her church, her parish group. I said, sure. So after I, after I blessed them, I looked down at her shirt, and her parish was St. Sebastian, St. Anthony. And I went, oh my God. Like, my hand went up to my face, and I, I couldn't explain in, in Italian. I said, that's my church. <laughs> and it was, I said, God, what does this mean? What do I do with this? And then I just, I just realized later on, I wrote it down, I said that, you know, you guys came with me. You came with me to Rome. It's funny. And since you did, I thought, how could I not at least share some of the intoxicating moments, as I like to say, when I was there. Not drunk moments, intoxicating moments. While the wine was very good. Mm. <laughs> Drink a lot of wine. So first, uh, one intoxicating moment was standing at the top of the bell tower of the Duomo Church Basilica in Florence. He's, he's nodding. Uh, looking over the whole city uh, was just amazing. And then, of course, walking into St. Peter's for the first time, I didn't want any explanation. I was just, just my cup was full. It was amazing. And then after that, saying Mass in one of the chapels in the catacombs in St. Peter's, just below the altar, feet away from Peter's tomb, was just intimate, and there was mass going on everywhere. And then touching St. Francis's tomb with my hand in Assisi, and walking up and down those steep hills of olive trees that I can just see him walking himself. The Colosseum, enough said, I had the Gladiator theme song stuck in my head the whole time as I was walking around. Uh, and then the last day, I ventured out on my own, by myself, to the Basilica of St. Sebastian. And I prayed for you in front of his tomb. And then finally, uh, St. Paul's Basilica was just huge. It was just so huge and so beautiful. And kneeling down in front of the place, the place where he was laid, and looking at the chains that held him in prison, that's a whole different uh, talk in itself. So I was just overwhelmed in so many different places uh, in Italy. But you know me, I love people too. So I always try to encounter people wherever I go. That's always important to me. And uh, of all the people, of all the many, many people that I passed and encountered, the few that I'll remember the most, I think, uh, for one was the, the man from Africa uh, who was selling bracelets outside of the Colosseum. And when I approached him, he didn't enter into his pitch. Instead, I don't know, for whatever reason, we just had a really great conversation, you know, about our families and our countries, he ended up giving me this bracelet that, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, he gave me this bracelet and a few things for my family. We had a little, uh, a hug and people were looking at me funny. 
And then another day, I was standing on my balcony in Rome, and this man in a Vespa motorcycle was passing by. And for some odd reason, I'm just watching the people, and he kind of looks up at me, and we just kind of look at each other, we, we caught eyes, and we just kind of smiled at the same time, and then waved. And that was the first time some, well, I'll always remember his smile. It was a good moment. And then there was that guy at JFK Airport that I had a long conversation with when I was waiting for my flight home. I was all red-eyed and exhausted. And then, and then last, but most of all, uh, when I got back here, and I saw, every, I see, and I see everyone uh, when I got back here. These are the moments of love, of love that I felt. So all these Italian brothers and sisters whom I love, my kin in Italy, um, who are walking around me in the churches and the streets, I'm not judging them. You know, they were there for a reason. So no one's doubting their faith, but I just couldn't help that no one looked at one another at these amazing places, no one saw each other. It seems like everyone was like indifferent or like detached from everyone else. And that just defeats the purpose of being church and being Catholic, universal, you know? So faith, believe me, faith was there, but where was the love? And I say it's because St. John says, he makes this bridge. He says, whoever acknowledges Jesus is the Son of God, God remains in them. And then he says, whoever remains in love, they remain in God. So by faith, God remains in us. By love, we remain in him. So faith, love, always connected, can't be separate. Uh, but there is a distinction. You know, they're like, the two different sides. There's believing in Christ, and there's living out the effect of it is love. So does God lead us to love, or does love lead us to God? Yes. Yes and yes. It's both ends. They feed each other. You know, faith produces love, that's the fruit, and then love increases our faith. So love stirs up our belief in God. That, that's what makes us, the experience of love makes us believe in him. And because we believe in him, that's why we try to stay close every day. And so we're able to love one another, because we're stupid people, as I like to say. How can we love each other well without God? And that's how we receive God's love. Because, you know, what happens to our faith when it's not lived out? You know, it loses its fire. And it loses its flavor like salt. And it dries up and stops producing fruit. And when faith becomes private, you know, when our faith becomes only our own and it doesn't affect others, that's when it loses its potential. So, believing in Christ is, it's faith, but it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle, Christian life. And I will say, at times, many times, when we might doubt our faith, you know, we're looking for God, but it seems like we're not finding him, 
look for love. You know, instead, look for love in other people. And more importantly, if we step out and we just be love for someone else, you know what I mean. God just comes alive in us. That's what, give, that's what gives flavor and life to our faith, is, is receiving and giving love. Now I can say, coming back from this awesome trip, you know, changed by my, my trip, guess it was awesome. Okay, yes. Yeah, what to say about that. But yes, we, sh- we should celebrate our faith by seeking out holy places, seeking out basilicas, shrines, pilgrimages, because those graces we do receive, we carry with us forever. But we don't have to go, you know, we don't have to take two flights to go to Rome, Florence, Assisi. We don't have to go to the Holy Land to see the beauty of our faith, because beauty is everywhere. And more importantly, love can be found anywhere that we're looking for it. That's the trick. So look for it. Look for love.